the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. This is Yak Radio, which means who knows what the topics are. Try to talk Brittany to come in, but she couldn't do it. I mean, she's doing Mother's Day thing, which I think is awesome. She's the best mother ever. So I want to just let you know San Diego Propane sponsors this segment. And I'm telling you, if you're out in East County and if you have any need for propane of any kind, you need to give San Diego Propane a call. 619-460-1705 or sd-propane.com. The only downside is they only service East County. Eh, not the end of the world, but that's all they service. But I tell you what, they must have a sixth sense. I mean, they called me up the other day and they said, Dave, go out and check your tank. I said, oh, okay. So I walk out there and I go, holy mackerel, 5%. So they go, see, you got to stay on top of it. The one thing they asked me to do, and I don't do it. So anyway, came out that day and took care of it so I wouldn't run out of uh, propane. I'm telling you, sd-propane.com, 619-460-1705. And West Escondido Auto and Transmissions, four locations, AAA, NAP Auto Care, ASC certified. Can't get any better than that. Uh, just go to their website, westautomotivegroup.com, westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, today's open. Don't have anything really interesting. I, I, I guess you heard KUSI was sold. Yes, $35 million. Uh, Fire sale is worth $75 million about three or four years ago. So I don't know what the deal is there. But whatever it is, it is. So it looks like the people that own Fox 5 in San Diego are going to purchase it. And uh, eight bazillion questions are out there. Who's staying? Who's going? What are they going to do? What's the format? Yada, yada. You know, all I can tell you folks, and I've been there 23 years, is just sit back and relax and just wait and see. Because you just don't know. You know, I mean, we can stipulate, we can get nervous. I mean, there's people that are nervous that probably don't need to be nervous, but they're nervous. It's like anything. If you, if you, wherever you work, if you knew a corporation, a, a big corporation was coming in and going to just take you, you know, suck you up and then put them in the fold, you don't know. Is your job secure? Or are they going to bring somebody in that'll do your job and their job? Uh, the other rumor on the street was, and I totally didn't believe this one, is they were going to make it a two-story and put Fox upstairs and KUSI where it's at down below. That's not going to be an option. Why? Anybody remember the San Diego uh, Home and Garden magazine that used to be out? Pretty high-end book, you know, just kind of like San Diego magazine. Good colors, good stories, good articles. Well... That's based in the same building as KUSI, and it's been empty now for I don't know how many years. 
So what I'm thinking is that Fox brings their group to that building and you'll see Fox and whatever they're going to name KUSI because I don't think they can use KUSI as a call number. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure, but they've got CW in their in their portfolio so they could very easily flip it to CW. They say, and we all know how that goes, the format's going to stay the same. It's going to be heavily uh, San Diego-driven, but that's what CW was trying to do. So, again, I'm not 100% sure, but one of the other aspects of KUSI, and you may not know this, but KUSI was kind of a, a community college of the ra- of the radio and TV or TV world, and what that means is you can go to college uh, and you can graduate from you know San Diego State with a degree in, in uh, you know journalism and, and TV all kinds of things. But when you get out there, now you got to go find some experience. Well, that's what KUSI did better than anybody. You came in minimum wage, thirty hour work week, busted your butt, stayed two years. Boom, 80% of the camera guys and girls and writers and directors probably started at KUSI before they went on to bigger and better things. And that's just, that was the mindset. Or the one I like to use, and some people don't like it, and that is the Oakland Raiders of television. You're either starting your career or you're ending your career. Chris might have some thoughts on that. He's been doing this a week or two. And I'm sure you've seen plenty of them coming and going, right, sir? Yeah, he does. He shakes his head. But is it, I don't know. Is it going to be a good thing? Is it going to be a bad thing? Are they going to let, not that I care. I'm not a morning person, but do, do they let me, are they going to let me continue to do uh, promoting car shows, you know, for charity? And no, they don't pay me. They have not paid me in 23 years for what I do at the station. Not a dime. And you know what? That's perfectly okay. I mean, I can, I'm can. i doing fine. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, but it's all about giving back. Are they going to let me continue that? I don't know. Okay. Do I get new cars because I put them on TV? Yeah, I get a new car every single week. But this radio show does the same thing. So, again... My only concern is I don't want to let down all of the charities that I have helped throughout the years. I don't want to let them down because the impact, and it's not me, it's the station's uh, viewership, is what puts people at these specific events. Because if you don't know about the event, guess what? You're not going to go. So, it, And it's so funny, too, because I've actually said to myself, that's it. Yeah, I have done with this i'm not they called me up i was going to do my genesis 2023 genesis gv60 friday but oh no they had to cover you know title 42 lifting well okay fine well it turned out not to be as big a deal as everybody thought it was i mean it's a big deal and it's a lot of problems but don't even get me going down that road so so anyway so i brought it in sunday and which was which was fine um but yeah, so it, that'll be an insight. We'll have to wait and see. We don't know how this is going to go. We don't know 
where it's going to go yet. It'll be, but it'll be interesting, and it'll it'll it it hit all the news. I, I will I will say that. But have I enjoyed it? Absolutely. In fact, what I might do because I don't think I've ever done this on air, and it's kind of an interesting story, and it's a tad motivational, believe it or not. And that is how did I get on radio and TV with a high school education? Barely. We'll talk about that when we come back right here on Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This brought to you by South Bay Auto House. If you're driving around in a Mercedes and maybe you're looking for good quality service, well, you can't beat Auto House. I mean, family-owned and operated. They do just such a great job. Over 25 years of service. They have their own parts department. All their technicians are factory trained. So there's just an alternative to the dealer. Get you in, get you out a little bit quicker, save you some money, and they'll even buy your trade-in. If you're thinking of trading your Mercedes in, give them a shot. They might give you more money than the dealer. Go to AutoHouseSouthBay.com, AutoHouse southbay.com gary and rick once you meet them they'll be just like family uh okie dokie also bumper doc santee go visit with angel nobody will take better care of you than angel she is an absolute sweetheart loves what she does loves her customers and just go check check it out for scratches dings dents window tint headlight uh, restoration, body work, you name it, because it's not a massive, massive business, you know, the overhead is is doable and which puts more money in your pocket. That's Bumper Docs Santee, 8711 Magnolia Street in Santee. Go to SanteeBumperDoc.com, SanteeBumperDoc.com, 619-258-0433. All right, so here's the story. Uh, service manager, 30 years, taking care of customers, mainly pushing customer service. Started the first Toyota car clinic, so that was all fun. So I'm working away, and I didn't have a clue when I first, because I had moved from Northern Cal, and I came here. And I was looking for a job, and I was over at a Honda dealership because I had a little 74 Honda Civic that I had been using as my daily driver slash commuter. And I was helping a, a friend get a car, and I suggested a Honda Civic. So I went down to San Diego, Harley, San Diego Honda in downtown and talked to Derek Westwood and Derek, a gentleman from Medio, England. And uh, we chatted, and he had a car that he was tricking out for a customer, and I had the same package and all that, so we chatted. And then one day, I went, then I just turned around and I said, by the way, do you have any work? Because I totally was out of work. And he goes, well, I'm looking for a service advisor. And I went, okay, what's that? Well, bingo. Turns out, write up customers, yada, yada. Long story short, became a manager. And then 20 some odd years later, I'm done. And I got a friend that says, hey, I need you to come do some radio with me. I says, what for? Talk about cars. I don't want to talk about cars. I talk about cars all the time. The last thing I want to do, I, tar- I turned him down like three years. 
And finally, one day he calls. And I go, okay, fine. Let me go just do it and get it out of the way. Two minutes. It's like taking heroin, which I've never done, but it must be because I was hooked. I wanted to do it so bad I could taste it. So I tried to come back. No, Kogo didn't want to do that. They weren't looking for a co-host. They said, go to KFMB. I went to KFMB and KFMB said, oh, we'd love to do it. Let's do it. Give me $1,600 and we'll give you an hour. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the money coming from? You. No, 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 no. Why me? I got all the talent or the information. If nothing else. And he says, yeah, but we got the air. I go, oh, well, can't do that. What do you recommend? He says, go sell the show. I go, what show? I don't have a show. You won't let me have a show. How can I sell it? And yeah, that's a problem. They hired somebody else. That guy uh, was doing smogs up and down the state of California, and it turns out he was a crook. So he got arrested, and all the stations, he had like 50 stations he was you know, broadcasting at which is way more work than I'm willing to do. But anyway, he got fired, and, of course, KFMB went to Kogo and asked Kogo, hey, come to, come over to KFMB. We'd like you to be the car guy. And they'd go, no, call Dave Stahl. That was on a Friday. That Saturday morning, I had a two-hour radio show. And that's how much training I had between Friday and Saturday was nothing and two minutes with, with – uh, my buddy John Woods, like two years earlier. So I'm thinking, geez, Louise. But I knocked it out. KUSI, same thing. Just thought I wanted to be on KUSI. I hounded him for three years, 36, or every 90 days for three years, I called. 8, 10, 39, Fox, CW6, and KUSI. Do you want a car guy? You have any tape? Nope. You ever done it before? Nope. No, and he'd hang up. So every 90 days. And then one day I called KUSI, talked to Steve Weekly, probably one of the best news directors out there. And he says, all right, Stahl, come on down and do a positive story on the tire recall. This is fine. He says, you got 20 minutes. I says, I'm in North County. He says, okay, you got 40 minutes. Hung the phone up, didn't have a clue what he was talking about. Not a clue but i was standing next to a i think it was a i think it was a big o i'm not surprised i think it was a big o tire so i walk in hey did you guys hear about this tire recall and they all of course you know they're in the industry so you know they're gonna know oh yeah yeah it's terrible you know cars are rolling over people are dying i says oh really he says do you have a tire and he goes yeah right there so i said okay so i grabbed the tire he says, you can't take that tire. I says, you can't sell it. And he goes, well, you're right there. Here's my card. I'll bring it back. So I jumped in the car, and I hauled butt to KUSI. I called El- I called El Cajon Ford, talked to the parts manager, and say, what in the heck is going on? So he says, it's insane. People are dropping their vehicles off. I go, wow, that is crazy. I says, okay, that's all I needed to know. So I get to the dealership. Now, it- Stop and think for a second here. I mean, here is a perfect stranger with a tire walking into a television station. They don't know me. I don't know them. And they walk me up to the desk. They put a lav on me, which is a remote microphone, and turns and says, you're on. (laughs) I mean... If you really stop and, and digest that, that could be a little frightening. But what the heck? 
So I turned around and I just told everybody that, you know, there is a, a you know, problem with between Ford and Firestone, Bridgestone, I think, too. But I think it was Firestone. There, there's something. We don't know if it's a vehicle. We don't know if it's a tire. We don't know what it is. But here's the deal. There's a t- See this number on this tire? This is one of the tires that's included. You need to write that number down, and you need to contact Ford. And here's where you contact Ford and get on the list for recalls instead of waiting for it to come out through all the process. And then the next thing you need to do is you need to check your tire pressure because I personally think that's the culprit. Because you buy a vehicle, brand new, it's got 35 pounds of air in the tires. You drive it six months, now it's got 28. You drive it another six months, it's got 23. Because it does lose air. And if you're not checking it, then if you're driving an excursion or an expedition, which is where the problem was, this thing gets real top-heavy. You get into a panic situation, you can end up on your lid. Okay? So I whipped out my little tire gauge and told them, I said, hey, you know, here's the deal. If you haven't done it before, don't use your car. Go over to your neighbors. They're all going to go flat, but that's what neighbors are for. And then, yeah, go over there and help them pump it back up later. And they loved it. They loved it. So, and then, and then the car shirt thing was, hey, we want you to wear a car shirt every time you come on. I go, you plan on paying me so we don't have a budget. But the car shirts look good. And that's 23 years later. But I, I think the point of that is, you know, because if you're looking at, you know, people working and wor- how they get to the different job, it's all up to you. And it's all persistence. You know, you can't take no for an answer. You don't get mad. You don't get angry. But you just don't take no for an answer if it's something you really want to do. Uh, if it's not what you want to do, go do something else. Because guess what, folks? You only got one run at this. You know, and if you don't make this one the best you could possibly make it, then what a waste. And you should have fun with it. And you can't get upset about things that, that you can't that you can't control or can't 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 change. Uh I've had some of the greatest experiences at KSI I could never I could never replace. And if they paid me money to go along with it, okay, that would have been a bonus. But it's that wasn't the reason I was there. So yeah, and you need to think about that as you kind of go through this this crazy, crazy world that we're getting into. But that's, oh, by the way, I'm up to 228 car shirts. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I could probably have 10 and, and it would suffice. But I did have a lady stop me at the grocery store and she said, you know, I watch you all the time. I said, cool, I appreciate it. I don't even care what you put on TV. I just want to see what shirt you're wearing. Now, that is totally messed up. I don't care what anybody says. But, you know, and then I've had people say, I can't thank you enough, you know, by us coming to you. you Our our attendance doubled from last year. And I go, well, that's, that's what it's all about. Penny to a million. Everybody needs to give back. Uh, by the way, does anybody know that Barona Speedway is up and rocking? They ran last night. You're going to hear more about that on Racer Radio at 3 o'clock with Wild Woman Brittany. Jeez, that girl's crazy. I don't know how she did last night. I'm getting my uh, Honda uh, Falcon 1000 uh, dolled up by uh, Mark Lewick. 
and then once I get that done, and I got to get my van back from Express Auto, and I got to get my Lexus back from because I can't tow the Falcon out to the track. But uh, be that be that as it may, uh, here's another one. I mean, are you absolutely kidding me? You know, everybody's talking green. Okay, I'm just as green as everybody else. Okay, I'm thrilled with the catalytic converter. I think it's doing an awesome job. Can't believe we have to etch them so the crooks won't steal them. But that's another story. Uh, but I was talking to Jason Ostell on KUSI, and he likes he, he lately he, they're allowing him to rant. Uh, he was down at the border for uh, two days, and he said it was pathetic. You know, we might be able to watch it on TV, and we see all of, you know, whether we like it or, which I doubt that anybody likes it, but I mean, he said it is so bad that you, he says, I can't even imagine what these people are going through. And he says they were all sticking their cell phones through the fence because they're all dead, and they have no way, and if they can't get them charged up, they can't use them, they can't use the government app, they can't do anything. So I think he said he charged up like 25 to 30 phones and then there were other people up and down the line putting their name on the phone and with a piece of tape and then charging them up as well but anyway he said he was ranting <laughs> i go really he says oh yeah and he says one of the things i'm ranting about is pollution you know this so you know this green new deal and he says and the problem i have with it is you wouldn't believe who are the biggest polluters in in the world. And he says, okay. So, yeah, of course, his rants can only go for three, four minutes tops. You know, I can probably rant for as long as I, I want to rant. He says, just go Google most polluted countries in the world, 2022 ranking, which I did. So I'm going to share that when I come back. Um, we just need to get some sensibility, you know, back in the house. If we get some sensibility in there and people say, okay, we don't need to worry about straws necessarily. One thing we need to do better than anything is disposal, proper disposal. Uh, I don't think we're putting enough effort into that, but you know, be that, at, that as it may. Uh, but I, but, I think that's something to think about. And that's the other thing about the border. Why do they have to leave the place trashed? I mean, all the government has to do is bring a dumpster down and say, fill it up. Fill it up or you're not coming in. It's just it's just mind-boggling. But I will say, back in the day, I did go to Tijuana to uh, Auto Productos. It's a Chrysler dealership. Went for Went out that evening for dinner with the service director. And, you know, he was drinking beer and throwing beer cans out the window. I go, what's up with that? He goes, ah, that's, that's good. People come by, pick them up, recycle. Well, so they have the mindset of trash is not a big deal. I don't know. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about the most polluted countries in the world. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, the answer.
All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. If you have any issues with undercarriage, boy, I tell you what, San Diego Gear and Axle is where you need to be. Two-wheel, four-wheel, all-wheel, you name it. Steve could do it. It was funny. We took a 70 Plymouth Roadrunner 446 backyard grabber four-speed with a diff leak. We'd had another shop look at it, look at it, look at it, put some time, parts, pieces, so Steve comes back. He goes, give me something tough. Dry as a bone. Give him a call. His number is 858-449-5656. That's San Diego Gear and Axle, sdgearaxle.com. Okay, so Jason got me all fired up because I figured I didn't have anything really scheduled for today. So check this out. Now, this is from, where did I get this from? Uh, There should be somebody here because I don't want to get myself in trouble. But the article, basically, it doesn't have uh, an author, or maybe I will uh, when I get down to the bottom. Uh, But human activity is the main cause of global warming. Did you know that? Didn't even think of it. Because of its very high greenhouse gas emissions. But are all countries involved? And if not, which pollutes the most? Of course, there are different ways of ranking the most polluting uh, polluting countries. That depends on the calculation method used in CO2 or per capita. Uh, but But... Who are the most polluting countries? Well, the three countries with the highest carbon dioxide, CO2, emissions are unsurprisingly the three most industrial countries in the world, China, the U.S., and India. However, their carbon footprint per capita tells a total different story. So what you've got, again, is, is like I said, China with 9.1 billion tons of CO2. Okay. The United States, 4.4, and India, 2.3. So, okay, what we need to do is, is work on the big three. Let's get the big three in line. And once we do that, I mean, but, but look at the other two. And China is by far the highest. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, so if we don't get a handle on that first, cause you know, the other countries, they're not, they're not half as, half as bad as all, all, you know, as what they're talking about, but we, we're just not, we're, we're just not doing it. I like to use the analogy that when you walk into a restaurant and you, and the waitress asks you, are you want smoking or non-smoking? Okay, and of course I'll say non-smoking. So we go over to the left, and then somebody walks in. She says the same thing. They says we'll take smoking, and they walk off to the right. Well, there's no wall in between. You got smokers on the left, and you got non on the. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this this whole world uh, ecology thing is all about. If not everybody gets in a room and agrees to do this or that to make an impact then it's just a, it's just a lot of companies making a heck of a lot of money and nothing being done uh that's just 
my opinion. Uh, if you can Google it and correct me, I'm more than open. Uh, you know, it's I know they're 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 working on it, but I just I can't help but feel that the money is what's where where it's all at. I mean, John Kerry. I mean, really, get serious, man. Do your homework. You know, you, you had the ability to be the guy, but you turned it into how much money could you make off of it? And I know you probably wouldn't get politicians to become politicians if there wasn't an opportunity to make money. By the way, you have noticed that they haven't really figured out a way or even tried to make it as a politician. You can't make money. They've actually made it the other way around to where if you become a politician, then the ability for you to make money is tremendous. Well, that's not what it's all about, according to what our forefathers. But you know what? I got to even think twice about that. I mean, I'm reading a book right now by Roger Stone, whether you believe in him or not, but his book is full of backups. You know, it's making the statements that he's making. And we've had just about every president that I, you know, that, and I'm only on page 62 of 448 or something, that almost every administration has been crooked one way or another. It, it's just insane. Um, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So, but as far as this pollution thing goes, the thing that bothers me is they don't look and see how much pollutants are derived by building an electric car. Oh, there's pollutants. How could that be? Well, how do you still, how do you suppose you make all the parts and pieces to make that car go down the road? And this is just a little side shot for all you want to be electric vehicle owners. Get ready. Cause you're going to have a tire bill that will scare you to death because of the weight of these vehicles. I'm seeing six months, seven months, replace the tires. You can't go down to Costco and just buy a set of tires. You have to get tires designed for that vehicle. Do your homework. So, and there again, and then if we start talking about electric vehicles, we're talking about a recyclability factor. Well, the there is no recyclability factor. You know what I mean? I mean it's it's it, it's it's absolutely crazy. So you got it. You, you've got it. There was another part out here. What, what sheet was that on? Oh, this is a great story. This is a great story. I should save this for the next ones, which I which I will. Actually, I think I will. I'll just keep tab dancing. But this is an interesting story from J.D. Powers. And what it is, it's EV service uh, jolts. J.D. Powers CSI study resulting in the first satisfaction decline in nearly 30 years and it's what it's doing it's telling the world what the public thinks of electric vehicles now i'm not going to bad mouth an electric vehicle because it's new technology now you, you know anytime look how big a microwave or the or the first computer see how big that thing was now you can put it on your wrist for goodness sakes so I don't hold industry 
you know, to blame for that. I mean, that, it, it, it just takes tons and tons and tons and tons of times doing it, you know, working it, massaging it, doing all the things that you got to do to make it happen. And then eventually you get to where you want. So J.D. Powers, I guess, went out and did a, did a report. And the problem is no one's going to back away from electric vehicles. I mean, it is – if hydrogen could prove to be uh, more sustainable, and I mean that not in the fact that it's dangerous in any shape or form. It's just that the cylinders that you have to carry that in under so much high pressure – adds, again, a lot of weight to the vehicle, which turns around and affects fuel mileage, and hydrogen is not cheap yet. Everybody talks about hydrogen is just nothing more you know, than water, and it's not. That's the byproduct. That's what comes out the tailpipe, water. So there, there's And it's way more complicated than that. I don't want to make it sound like you can go put a gallon of water, and people have tried that. Uh, so Again, we're right in a, we're right in, I call it the cusp of the automotive world. Okay, we went from horses to cars. Now we're going cars to electric. But the funny thing about it is we had electric way back when. We had electric in the 1900s. In fact, Henry Ford's wife flat refused to drive or ride in a Model T because she says too smelly. And she had, I think it was a Franklin Electric. And that's what her daily driver was, or her driver drove her in. So now we're back to it again. And I always used to say back in the day, can you imagine all the Titans sitting in a room saying, okay, the horse is done. We got to put it out to pasture. Too much tonnage of horse droppings we have to deal with on a daily basis. The city's starting to smell. Let's go another way. And I can just imagine they're all sitting there saying, well, we don't want to go steam because anybody could go to the creek and get water to make their vehicle run. We we don't want that. We want to be able to sell them whatever it is it's going to take to propel them. Well, we don't want to do batteries because, and remember, this is the 1900s, late 1900s, maybe mid-1900s, actually early 1900s, 1902, 1903. And they said, well, can't use water. Okay, batteries, no, not much of a range. And, yeah, so we got, so let's do that stuff called gas. And they put all their money into the gas world, and now that's where we're at. Now we're making another pivotal change to all electric. Well, we still haven't gotten uh, some of the other you know propulsion devices in the mix because I think that's going to depend on the big guys making that decision. And they're the ones that probably have the most stock in whatever it is they're trying to sell you. Uh, so, but, but, but there again, there is a little light at the end of the tunnel. I've always said, if you're going to do electric vehicles then make the paint uh, like a solar panel, so it'll charge the vehicle up while you're driving. Toyota has just done that. Uh, and it, but it's only a trickle trickle type charger, but I was very impressed that the fact that they did it, 
So they're on there. But the big corporations, you know, they, they all got their sights way, 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 way down the road. And it, it's just going to depend, you know, it's just going to depend on, on legislation, ruling, you know, like, I mean, when they make a demand of nothing gas by 35, you know, but we, we, you never know. You never know. Another administration could come in and say, forget that. We're going back to 55 Chevys with big blocks. Man after my own heart. All right. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Saul FM, 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue. John has now picked up a third location, so he is going to be here, there, and everywhere. Just go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com, Napa Auto Car, ARC certified, AAA approved. Go on Facebook. Uh, John's Automotive. He's he's just he must have hired somebody because they're doing weekly tips and suggestions to help keep you and your car in tip top shape. All right, this report is uh, from JD Powers, and it was March 9th in Troy, Michigan. It basically said the increasing volume of battery electric vehicles, or BEVs, being serviced at dealerships. Uh, the customer satisfaction results in a year over year have declined in the first time in 28 years. And according to the index, CSI, Customer Service Index, uh, released today, satisfaction with the service experience declined two points from 8 to 846 on a 1,000-point survey. So customer service satisfaction among owners of BEVs is 42 points points lower than than that among internal combustion uh, rates, which are more than double in the BEV as far as out on the road. So additionally, service advisor knowledge among BEV owners who provide a rating of 8.01 on a 10-point scale compared the 8.59 among owners of internal combustion vehicles. So as the electric vehicle segment grows, service is going to be to be a make or break part of the ownership experience. Uh, so the industry has been hyper focused on launch launches, and now these customers are being beginning as the training programs for service advisors increase. Uh, the other thing too, uh, vehicle recall uh, drive satisfaction has declined. Satisfaction declines 23 points when an owner must bring uh, his vehicle in for maintenance or repair. Recall repair visits also have a negative effect. Uh, service departments, uh, 30, study 34% of the owners express the messages. I just noticed half of this is cut off, so I guess I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing's cut off, so I'll have to come back and do that. But the bottom line is, I mean, I don't have to read it. I, I already know it. Uh, customer satisfaction with a new product like an electric vehicle and 
the the dealerships you can't totally blame the dealerships i mean they're trying to figure out you know they're trying to figure this vehicle out just like you're trying to figure this vehicle out so they may not have all the answers to all of your concerns drivability connectivity uh, they're, they're just like for example i've got uh a genesis well and i'm going to do a review uh, on it in the next hour but it's a GV60, and, I, and it's not the vehicle. I've got it plugged in, and I decided, yeah, I think I'll just go down and get a bite to eat. So I went to go to unplug it. I can't unplug it. So I have to <laughs> I got to figure out how to unplug it. But the battery, the level 2 Bosch charger, won't let me disconnect it. So there's got to be something that I've got to do. So, I mean, you know. So, and, and this is where that frustration kicks in from the general public. And I, I was talking to uh, Allie Wagner this morning when I was putting the car on KUSI that, you know, it's it's a great car, but it's $70,000. $70,000. Who could afford a $70,000 car right now? I mean, it sure as heck is not going to be the minimum wage guy or girl. And if, and I, I know I'm beating a dead horse. I bring this up more than I care to admit, but if the government wants us to drive an electric vehicle, they got to figure out a way to, to provide a vehicle that's safe. And it's got to be at least under 20,000 or maybe a 20 with an amazing, uh, finance program but until you do that and we haven't even talked about infrastructure you know that's another thing no one's talking about until you try to go someplace to plug your vehicle in and it won't charge because the unit's not uh, is broken or there's something wrong with it or you got some guy just left his car there so i mean there's so much growing pains now if you want the ultimate, the ultimate is my setup. I have solar panels and I have a level two charger. Okay. All I got to do is pull in, plug it in and walk away. I don't have to go sit in the line. And if you own an electric vehicle and you have a charger at home, then you should never be plugging it in while you're out of the, out of and either that or you didn't have it fully charged up when you left. You know, because that's like flying an airplane. You don't fly an airplane with no gas. So look at it that way. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a hassle. You got to make sure you plan. And, you know, you got to know, like, I think I've mentioned this more than once, but I collect checks for radio on Friday. And it's to Escondido, and then it's down to National City, and then it's, you know, Kearney Mesa, and then it's back to Alpine. Well, you know, yeah, I don't care if it says you have 250-mile range. Um like for example, I went at two fifty, and when I got back, I had a hundred and forty-five. Well, I didn't go that far. I mean, if you subtract one forty-five from two fifty, but it's the hills and the terrain and all that. So you have to now. If I had this particular car and I knew what it could see, and that's what you have to learn: what can it do and what can't it do. You definitely don't want to get on the can't side. You want to know, you know, it's close to its limitations where you're comfortable. 
See, and I know the last two hills going up to Alpine to Tavern Road are an electric vehicle killer. It'll suck juice out of that thing so bad you have, I mean, you can watch it drop like a rock. So, but if you don't know that, then you could be in trouble. So, and it's there again, it's just getting to know the electric vehicle. In fact, it's funny, I was, before I came to the station, I was shopping around, if you can believe it, for a Fiat 500E. And that's the little, you could lease that for $99 a month. Because Chrysler was trying, like, you know what, to get that car out there, and it just didn't work. $5,500, not bad. 130,000 miles average, what I'm looking at. 5500 Because it wouldn't hurt if I had my own little electric car instead of waiting when I get one from the manufacturer. So, and I like Fiat. I think they're a cool little car. But, yeah, so we got, what's what's coming up? We've got Brian's calling in. But I don't think, I think Kristen Barclay is still on holiday. And then we got Kristen, or uh, we got uh, Brittany. She raced last night. She hasn't told me anything. So it's either going to be good news or it's going to be bad news. But I'm hoping it's going to be good news. And Michael Schwartz is in Minnesota dealing with family issues. I hope everything works out well for him. So. Uh, Alicia will be on, as well as Joe Tremisi is going to be in the house for the gun show. So that's not after this show. This is after the racer radio show. Uh, we are going to have uh, the guys from Barona call in because I understand it was uh, a hoot last night. I've got my, like I mentioned, my Honda is being tricked out by Mark Lewick, the world-famous pinstriper. So I didn't get a chance because I am not hiking those hills. I'm sorry. I'm just, I read in a book. I'm too old. Oh, I do have an interesting interview coming up first on the next uh, segment. And that's talking to Gretchen Sauer. She's the Ranger marketing manager. And they took the Ford Ranger and turned it into a Raptor. I cannot wait. I'm getting the, the tremor tomorrow. But I am definitely going to reach out and try to get me a little. I think that Ranger was one of the smartest moves Ford ever did. Today, you can't touch them. I mean, they're so stupid expensive. And why they got rid of them is beyond me. But they figured out that was not a good thing. So they brought them back. So that's that's even a better thing. Boy, I could do a show on Ranger stories. Oh, you know what? I don't know if I brought it. There's a... Uh, car show coming up it was on KUSI this morning just go to KUSI.com or good morning san diego and then google it it's a good show it's for firefighters and first responders and they're gonna do a el monte park is where i think they said it was gonna be and that's next saturday so just drive over there you'll see tons of cars and hot rods and fire trucks if you're into if you're into fire trucks I'm not sure if you are or you're not but uh now, this is kind of a fun show. I don't know if you noticed it, but uh, Dirt uh, Radio was a replay of last week. Why? Because I guess uh, Ed's in L.A. and Audrey was fixing her mother, I think, uh, a Mother's Day feast. Not 100% sure. So we had that all taken care of. Uh, but 
if you're interested in it, listening to any of these shows that I do, they're podcasted everywhere. I don't, I mean, I could give you, just go look, just, you know, the, you've got a dirt radio, you've got yak radio, you got, you ought to know, you got racer radio in San Diego, or you got uh, gun owners radio. And that's the best way to listen to any and all of the shows are all, but they're all everywhere. So that sounds like that'd be a fun thing to, for me to do. All right. Don't go anywhere. Don't even touch that dial. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.